the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. David Anderson, senior pastor and founder of Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland. And I am so glad that you are tuned in now to our new special Saturday edition of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You're going to hear conversations from recent talks where I've connected with radio listeners just like you to help them build bridges of reconciliation, race, religion, relationships. Are you ready? Let's get started. All right. Well, today I've got my special guest and friend, Reverend Jim Wallace. He's the founder and president of Sojourners, a Christian social justice advocacy organization uh, to help the least of these. Also author of several books, including God's Politics and America's Original Sin. Jim Wallace, welcome to the show. How are you today, sir? Thank you, brother. Good to hear your voice, as always. Always good to hear your voice. Well, you've always been working on behalf of the least of these. You've been talking about, preaching about, celebrating the text of Matthew 25 for so long. There may be some listeners who don't know what Matthew 25 states. And while you're now trying to get us all to reclaim Jesus in the public square, please explain. Well... Matthew 25 is the text that brought me back to Christ. Hmm. Um, Jesus, that's the text where Jesus says, in effect, it was me. I was hungry. I was thirsty. I was naked. I was a stranger. I was sick in pre-prison, and you didn't reach out to me. Or or as you've done to the least of these, he says, Hmm. you've done to me. Hmm. And, uh, And so that really, that text brought me uh, back to my faith, um, and and really, it's so pertinent right now because the wisdom. I love Wisdom Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> Jesus says in that text, uh, 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 "How you welcome the stranger," and the word there is immigrant, <laughs> is refugee, is the stranger, the other in the land, <laughs> and it's talked about ninety six times that word in the Old Testament. That how we treat the strangers is a test of faith for us, and he's saying, how you treat the immigrant is how you treat me. Hmm. And so that's why these elders, just uh, at Pentecost, uh, many elders uh, across all the boundaries in our faith families, evangelicals, Catholics, mainline church leaders, uh, did this reclaiming Jesus statement, saying, let's talk about Jesus again, Hmm. not in this binary polarized, politicized world. Hmm. What did Jesus say? What would he think? What would he feel? And how the poorest and most vulnerable are being treated is at the heart of that Hmm. for us. And so uh, there's this issue that is rising up all over the country, just amazing ways the last few days, of children, uh, immigrant children, being separated from their parents at the mm-hmm. southern border mm-hmm. has caused Christians across wide uh, political and theological spectrums to rise up and say, we can't do this, or as people have said to me all day and all weekend, 
what are we going to do about these kids? Mm-hmm. You've got kids who are being separated from their parents, and and really, this is this is abusing children. This is separating them. These are could be irreparable damage. These kids, even infants and toddlers, mm-hmm. and so when the administration used the Bible to justify this, saying this is biblical. A number of us as elders said, no, no, this is not what Romans 13 says, which was a text evoked by Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Mm-hmm. Romans 13 talks about protecting the good and protecting us from evil. And it says, indeed, uh, God, to be God's servant, government, be God's servant for your good, exists to be the protector of the good and to guard people from the evil. Rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. And, um, so Romans 13 and, is really about uh, rulers who have been put uh, in their p- p- particular position for us to obey them, but their job is to rule over over good and to push back evil. Right, and and it says that that rulers should not be a terror to good conduct, but to bad. And so when when this is being reversed when these children are being separated from their moms and dads. Mm. Uh, we all have kids, and imagine your own child being separated. Well, I wonder... And this was a policy that was just taken up in April, and now thousands of kids have been separated. So it's calling Christians together around the country mm. to say no, even if we have different views on policy questions, which is legitimate and real, you can't separate kids. I wonder, though, parents. Jim... I wonder, Jim, if people might look at that same passage in Romans 13 and say, hey, this is what we're doing. We are prosecuting crime and evil by coming, uh, by protecting our borders as they are coming across. That's a crime. We are protecting the evil from coming. You've got MS-13 and so on and so forth. Uh, Jim Wallace, you said that reclaiming Jesus was a statement. So you put out a statement along with several elders in the church, elders in the in Christendom, who have come together uh, to make a statement about reclaiming Jesus. That happened even before uh, the children uh, right. were being mm-hmm. separated, um, most recently at the border. Tell us about what that means, reclaiming Jesus, and is it a movement that's coming together? Well, we just put this out as a, a declaration of concern commending it as elders do to the churches. And it said things like, what we believe, we believe that all of us are made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and therefore we reject the racial bigotry, which really is a denial, assault, of the image of God. Mm-hmm. We, we want to make that very clear. We believe that the body of Christ brings us together. Uh, there is no, uh, as you know, we're all one in Christ, uh, male, female, a Jew and Gentile, bond mm-hmm. and free. So we reject the kind of uh, uh, treatment and, and attitudes and uh, misogyny toward women that we have been seeing more and more. Mm-hmm. But this is a matter of faith for us. We believe that Jesus said, Al, uh, the truth will set you free. Uh-huh. And so we talked about how this pattern of, of increasing pattern of, of lying in public is really something we need to reject. Jesus talked about leadership as a servant kind of mm-hmm. leadership. So the kind of domination, authoritarian, autocratic um, uh, tendencies we're seeing are something we, we reject. So we believe, therefore we reject. Mm-hmm. And uh, we said, for example, that the body of Christ is a global 
community. In fact, it's the most uh, wonderfully diverse human community on the planet. Mm. And so we have a problem, therefore, with with uh, the idea of America first, for us, is a theological heresy, mm-hmm. not just a political issue, because we have a global body of Christ. Mm. So how do we how do we bring our faith uh, in the into the public square? How do we by talking more about Jesus and uh, how we are all made in the image of God? Mm-hmm. So that was not about any particular. Uh, issue or policy issue was about what we see happening in the country. So uh, how Jesus said, uh, how you treat the poor and vulnerable is how you treat me, literally how you treat me. So then this issue came up in the last few weeks about uh, children being separated from their parents at the border. And and there's a lot of, you know, a lot of politics, a lot of facts that are clashing. But when people come to this country seeking asylum. Uh, that's not unlawful. They're, they're legally allowed to do that, but then courts have to decide, in fact, if their claims are legitimate, real, about the violence they were fleeing in their countries. Now, so isn't it a, isn't of, it a crime if they don't come through the port of entry? Well, people are coming seeking asylum in all kinds of ways. In the past, we've treated them as people seeking asylum, uh, and therefore, their court, their decisions, their situations have to be resolved. What we were talking about in this new in this new uh, statement today, it's just just out, is to separate children from their parents. It is really an act of cruelty. This is not something that we should do. Uh, it doesn't value children or parents or families. And these kids, uh, thousands now, are on their own. Some are infants and toddlers. Some are teenagers mm-hmm. and so we need to reunite these children with their parents and then go through the process as legal process now i'm holding up the statement family should be uh, granted asylum or not i'm holding up the statement right now here on facebook mm-hmm. live you can see it suffer the little children uh the separation of immigrant children from their parents is not biblical uh this statement is just out uh, by uh, jim wallace and a host of about 30 to 50 other uh, spiritual leaders within Christendom. And, um, you know, if people want to get this statement, uh, Jim, the reclaiming statement, where would they get this? Well, there's now a website that was up before this statement called reclaimingjesus.org, reclaimingjesus.org, mm-hmm. or at Sojourners, sojo, S-O-J-O dot net, sojo dot net. So I, I'd encourage people to to take a look at this in light of what Jesus said about uh, how we treat the stranger, and in light of what Romans 13 really does say, which mm-hmm. is to protect us, to protect the good, and, 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 and protect us from the evil. But yeah. cruelty isn't justified. There, there. you go. And children uh, being separated from their parents, even mm. if, if the parents have broken the law, uh, in that case, to separate them is really uh, a cruel thing. And we're seeing these stories around the country and uh, apparently the president uh, is in the process of thinking an executive order might need be needed to fix this, which I'd be mm. grateful to see. But I've talked to members of Congress on both sides of the aisle. A number of Republicans are against this, uh, horrified by it, and Democrats. Mm. So this is something that could bring us t- together. I was 
Well, let me uh, let me put the number out really quickly, 888-432-7434. If you want to join the conversation, the uh, lines are open now. Maybe you have a question for Reverend Jim Wallace or me about uh, today's topic. If you're just joining us, uh, the wisdom of reclaiming Jesus in the public square and at the border. My special guest is Reverend uh, Jim Wallace. Jim, would you mind taking a phone call? A, a couple sure. of them? Let's go to Bowie, Maryland and talk sure. to LaRonda, who's on the line. Hi, LaRonda. Dr. Anderson here. Can you turn your radio down and talk to me? Oh, sure. One moment. Excellent. One moment. Thank you. Okay, sure. Can you hear me? I can. Welcome. What's your comment or question? Hello, how are you, Dr. Anderson? Very well. Um, well, I don't have a question. Okay. I'm just listening to the both of you. And I, I, I just wanted to comment, you know, it certainly is um, uh, it's a very sad situation what most of us are viewing in terms of having these children separated from their parents. And I, you know, the, I agree. The Bible, you know, you know, the Bible has always been a contradictory uh, 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 force. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people uh, look at it one way. Some people look at it another way. You mm-hmm. get a thousand interpretations. Right. However, what is not to be misinterpreted is the fact that it says, uh, you know, Jesus, we should we should take care of the orphans, the widows, and the fatherless. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when these kids are left in a state like this, some of them may not be reclaimed. Some of these kids are being sent to foster mm-hmm. parents and others. You know, some of them, I mean, just the mere fact that they are locked up in cage around various ages. You know, we don't know what these, some of these kids have, their sicknesses, their state of mind, and then some of them are subject to being sex trafficked. Some of them can be sold. A lot can happen. You make a good point. Let me give you 10 seconds to go ahead and bring it to a close there. (laughs) Okay. I really want to believe, and, and I know as believers we do need to pray um, but I really want to believe that uh, Trump is better than this. I think maybe he's making a statement, and no, it has nothing to do with being Democrat or Republican. But I want to believe, as a human being, that he will listen to Ivanka and that they they just need a better plan. Got it. Thank what you. happens if none of these parents come back? Thank you, LaRonda. I appreciate it from Bowie, Maryland. And we have to pray uh, for our president as well as our Congress and our leaders. Uh, Jim Wallace, how do we find the balance between security and uh, welcoming uh, the stranger? Well, LaRonda was right about uh, actually four first ladies have now come out against this uh, policy of separating children from their parents, Mm -hmm. uh, Republican and Democrat. And and it's the cruelty that I'm concerned about here. And, of course, we all need security. Part of government is provide security. That's a legitimate role. And I, I also think that uh, governments need uh, secure borders. The immigration system, as we've talked about before, is really a broken system. We need to comprehensively change, reform that system by compassion and by justice. And we haven't been able to find any bipartisan agreement on that why not i mean why not people have been saying this for decades you've been around you've been right there in washington we got we got really close to it with the immigration table uh but what in the world is the real barrier to comprehensive reform 
I think it's politics. I don't think we're putting the immigrants first. I don't think we're putting the the stranger. I mean, the the text we have to deal with, as Jesus says, as you treat the stranger, and that means immigrants and refugees. You treat me, and a lot of churches were have been at the forefront of taking care of refugees and immigrants and even offering them sanctuary and all the rest. So it's politics. It's been made a political issue. This president talked about this in his first opening announcement of his campaign and said things about immigrants at that moment that were very harsh, very hostile. Mm. And so this has been politicized. And I think we have to go back to, I keep wanting to say, want to ask what churches should say, what did Jesus say about this? Now, Jesus doesn't talk about particular policies, and Christians right. can have disagreements about the particulars of policy issues. Right. But how we treat people, and particularly it's come to national attention because of these kids, and they're being separated from their parents, which a lot of people think is just wrong, and it's gone way too far. What is called a zero-tolerance policy. So let's fix a broken immigration system. But let's also not uh, lie about immigrants. The immigrants in this country, even the undocumented ones, have been more law-abiding than most um, most normal mm-hmm. citizens. So, so do you so think all it's, the, it's also added... Do you think it's also then attitudinal? In other words, when Jesus is saying, Jim, that we're supposed to uh, care for the immigrant because it's the same way like caring for Jesus, is it also our attitude toward them, the way we talk about them, the way we – like not just laws or whether I agree or disagree on the politics right. of it, but is it also my spirit toward the immigrant? Well, I think it is, and the Bible recognizes that – uh, human beings, we often uh, we often uh, don't treat the other uh, the way we ought to. The other meaning different race, mm-hmm. uh, different nation, different ethnicity, nationality. Mm-hmm. And and what's the powerful thing about Jesus here is he's saying, no, it's it's I want you to treat the other. Mm-hmm. And we always otherize people, as you know, mm-hmm. Dave. We yeah. otherize people who are different than we are. We don't understand them. We don't know them. We don't have relationship. Often our churches, unlike Bridgeway Church, aren't full of lots of others. Mm, right. <laughs> Your church is right. full of the others. Which but helps, which helps you, pretty, actually, when you're dealing with these issues. It helps sure, you because you're, you know people. You know people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know people who their own kids may be involved in this or mm-hmm. their own relatives. So, mm-hmm. so, But when the churches are so much the same, homogeneous churches... Mostly white churches. We don't understand hey, hey, what's j- happening to our brothers and sisters in Christ who are black or brown. There you go, Jim. I'm gonna jump jump in right there. I'm coming back in three minutes. Let's pick this up on the other side of the break. Forgiven, 
Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. On my Facebook page, Jim, uh, someone said, Cindy Basihana says, when criminals in the U.S. break the law, they are separated from their children. Why is this any different? Why would we provide a different standard for immigrants versus uh, our own U.S. citizens? Also, when our military men and women are serving uh, to protect the freedom of our country, they are also separated from their family and children. I honestly don't understand why illegal immigrants would have more rights in this country than us as U.S. citizens. goes on to say, immigrants are not strangers. They're criminals breaking the law. Jesus upheld the laws and never endorsed criminal behavior. That's Cindy Basihana. How do you respond to that, Jim? Well, I think that needs to be broken out. For example, like, there are a lot of kids in this country, dreamers, we call them, mm-hmm. who were who came as children, came with their parents as children, have been living here for years, and have going to college, some served in, in the military, and all they want, the dreamers want, is a chance to, um, to uh, be part of the country they were always a part of. I don't know many Christians who thinks that, think that all the young dreamers should be deported. Right. The system is broken. This immigration system, both sides are responsible for that, hasn't been taken care of for a long time. So it's a broken system that has to be made more humane and compassionate and just. Mm. In the case we're talking about right now, these are mothers and fathers bringing their kids, seeking asylum because of the violence that their kids are exposed to. You've heard the stories in their countries. So you're not breaking the law to seek asylum with your kids. That needs to be sorted out in a court of law. And while that is going on, they are being separated from their parents, which has never been done before by Bush, Obama, anyone else. Since April, Mm -hmm. that's being done by this administration as part of their Zero tolerance policy, as the president calls it. Well, it's not. It's not anymore. By the way, what's that? I just. I don't know if you know, but the most recent news over the last uh, thirty minutes, uh, President Trump has gone back now, signed an executive order to stop the separation of children from parents. That's uh, breaking news, by the way. It's breaking news, and will he hasn't written or released it yet, so we'll have to see what it says. In fact, Mm -hmm. if that's happening, it's because of all the public pressure. Yeah. Particularly from the religious community. Yeah. That you just can't do this. It's cruel to separate kids from parents who are, in this case, seeking asylum. Mm-hmm. So I am glad to see that the president has, has bowed to some pressure here from the U.S. Catholic bishops have spoken against this. The National Association of Evangelicals have spoken against the separation of kids. The Southern Baptists have spoken against this. The elders today, we just did so. And the United Methodists, uh, from which uh, uh, Sessions, Attorney General Sessions comes from, his church has come up against uh, the way he used uh, the Bible to justify this as well. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. 
If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And thank you for all your donations so we can continue to have robust and full conversations. We don't always have to agree, but I've often said that comprehension begins with conversation. Today, Reverend Jim Wallace has been with us to help uh, really step right into the center of what we are talking about, reclaiming Jesus in the public square and at the border. What does it mean for us to truly be bridge builders? And uh, Jim Wallace, before you give your final statement, I wrote on my Facebook page, we are so blessed by our privilege of being born or brought to such a great country like this that many people have become blind and harsh toward others who are less privileged. Only the Spirit of Christ can help us live out the fruit of the Spirit of peace, kindness, and goodness. We surely need God's Spirit for such a time as this, don't we? Well, your question before the break about how we treat the other. This is the question in the scriptures. And we all have to do some soul-searching here. Uh, When the president said he didn't want immigrants from certain countries, even with profanity in that, there's countries of color all over the world. He wants more immigrants from Norway. And when that happened, black Christians were leaving white churches out of a feeling of betrayal, as they said. Mm -hmm. And so we have to ask ourselves, particularly white Christians, we will do soul-searching about what immigrants do we want to come and what are we more more uh, hostile to? What does that really mean? Because I hope in the end, the phrase white Christian, the operative word there is Christian mm. and not white. Mm. Well, you know, and it takes, you know, guys like you, I think, to to help us. And you've been doing that for so many years. And not just us, meaning me as a black person. It takes me as well to speak out and to also help others. You know, we should be lifting one another up, and we really should be standing for one another, right. whether it's male or female, black, white, Hispanic, immigrant, or citizen. As we uh, deal with the issue of immigration and with the issue of Romans 13 verses, Matthew 25, uh, do you see any hope here, Jim? I I see hope if we really go back to reclaiming Jesus, which means Jesus uh, needs to be reclaimed because sometimes we have people trying to co-opt and hijack Mm. and make him silent, and that's not right. But Jesus is worth reclaiming, because Jesus is our light and our truth, and Jesus can bring us together more than politics ever will. You've been listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, a ministry of Bridgeway Community Church. We would love to have you join us at Bridgeway in our Performing Arts Theater in Columbia, Maryland for one of our three identical Sunday services at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon. Or join us online at www.bridgeway.cc. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson airs live weekdays on this station and is ready to take your calls. Tune in at 3 p.m. weekdays on WAVA 105.1 FM. We hope to see you tomorrow at church.
J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.